Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review the Marvels for you. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. Straight into it then for this 33rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 33, you say? Ooh, a sequel to the Captain Marvel film from 2019. And a continuation of the television miniseries Miss Marvel from last year. And a little WandaVision-y. A little. Yeah, there's a little bit of WandaVision yeah. in there too. This one's directed by Nia DaCosta. Her third film, one film we, really, we reviewed on the show... Candyman sort of reboot. Oh, that was her? Remake. She directed that. Written by she, Megan McDonald, and Elisa Karasik. Produced, of course, by Kevin Feige and stars Brie Larson, Tayona Paris, Eman Vellani, Zor Ashton, Gary Lewis Park, Seo Jun, and Samuel L. Jackson. Word. 105 minutes, which I'm sure we'll talk about this one being the length of it. Fantastic. And Wayne. Very strangely reported here on Wikipedia. I've never seen this before. The budget has two estimates. Hmm. One is gross. One is net. Have you ever heard of a net budget before? No. Given that the taking so far after one day, I want to stress this out, and Thursday previews, only $21.6 million, and looking like it might make around 50 to $55 million for its opening weekend. No, it can't be a net budget. That's domestic to the States, of course. Yeah, no, I don't even know, I don't even know what a net budget is. Yeah, I don't because understand you can, this Because even if you offset a budget with the proceeds, it's still not the net budget. This is the budget. I've heard of a net result. Mm. This is stupid. Odd. Okay, it's weird. What do you reckon the budget was for the Marvels? Okay, way? the gross budget would... Um, how about shit? These things used to always be 200 or something, mm-hmm. right? How about 120? 200. Shit. And 74 million... Point eight. What really? That's what it says here. That's the gross. The net it reads here is two hundred ninety million point eight. That's still an ass ton of money. Wow, for a hundred and five minute film. You know why? Because someone probably sued someone and Brie Larson got money. Pretty sure, minute by minute, that makes this film more expensive than even Endgame. Yeah, although they spent one billion dollars on the two movies for Endgame, they say. But I thought the Endgame budget was four hundred million. You're probably right. You're probably right. Wow. Anyway, it's yeah. getting pretty close to that. So that is a, a bit of a staggering result. Wayne, what is the Marvels about? Uh, I'm just going to read you this one, guys. It says here, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical Kree and taken revenge on the supreme intelligence. However, unintended shit happens, and it sees her shouldering the burden of a destabilized universe. So when her duties send her to an anomalous wormhole linked to a Kree revolutionary... Her powers become entangled with two other superheroes, and then they form the Marvels. I'm pretty sure whatever you just read didn't say shit. It really didn't say shit, did it? <laughs> so anyway. Here's uh, my... <laughs> well, his interpretation of what he was going to read. This one on Rotten Tomatoes, Wayne, let's hear what the critics, the, the, the uh, paid critics get to say. Mm-hmm. It has polarized critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, 62% of 269 critics' reviews are positive with an average score of 5.9 out of 10, which is odd given that you need to have 60% to get a fresh stamp on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, this stuff is all bullshit, Paul. Uh, on Metacritic, this one has 50 out of 100 based on 53 critics. And on CinemaScore, this gets a B on the A plus to F scale. So, oh, yeah, audiences not giving it huge scores either. But the big question is, Wayne, what did we think of it? Let's start with you. The unabashed Marvel apologist. Absolutely. Who has um, been defending them tenaciously, especially through Phase 4. More on that later. Ever, as we now I are two like films into Phase 5. Wayne, what did you think of the Marvels? All right. So, 
I think if you've listened to our Patreon where we talked about that Variety article where everyone's shitting on Marvel and they're in the trouble and this and that, you know that this movie was, according to the article, expected to underwhelm. I have since seen one or two reviews on the line where people talk about how it's crap. Um, I've seen some reviews that were not, no one's been like, wow, but faintly positive. Like, yeah, look, it's pretty good. This is okay. Well, I walked in expecting it to be crap. Uh, I I worked very hard to walk into this with no expectations. Well done. I don't have that same um, purchase over my brain. (laughs) Uh, So I walked in going, this is the dumbest shit. Anyone ever said <laughs> no. in the history of, and I don't think I'm exaggerating here. the thing: here, you always, time. you always want to give a movie the the the, the, yes, b- b- the doubt. Because if I was making a movie and people just assumed I was shit, I yeah. would say at least see the movie before you say I'm shit. Yeah, don't right? assume Reaper's crap. Exactly. Yes. Just no. You can assume that. <laughs> <laughs> you can allow. You're allowed to make that conclusion. Yes. Exactly. So after you've seen it. So I walk in. I'm like, okay. And I remember now. Have you seen Miss Marvel? I watched the first four episodes, I think, or three episodes, so I didn't see it all. Okay, I maintain, I saw the whole thing, and I actually think it's a good show. The only yeah. problem with the show was that they blew all their CGI budget in the first The first like, episode episodes. was magnificent. It was brilliant. It really the way it was, blew my mind how well it was. The street and everything. It was very it was cool. But then those same two guys, guys, women, people, who directed that first episode didn't continue to direct other episodes. So Yeah, it fell yeah. away, but overall as a series, it was one of the better ones, in my opinion. And I like that uh, that girl, Iman, what's her name? Yes. Yes, so... Valani? Um, Valani, I want to say that. And she is the heart and soul of this film, in Agreed. my opinion. Agreed. In my opinion. So here's the thing, everyone. I liked it. Okay. I like this show. I don't think you're going to be blown away, but I think you will <laughs> likely be pleasantly surprised at the good time that it offers up. See, here's the thing. Look, it's been a really shitty autumn for movies in general, but particularly Marvel films. And that's why I think the pundits or the Marvelites or the Marvel fans on the internet who thought who, who like to shit on this film particularly are like... Man, I don't know. There's sort of a wave coming of, of negative of Marvel hate, and a lot of these folks wrote it. But if you look at this film without any of that context and said to yourself, "Look, am I having a good time here?" The answer is yes. I walked Fair out enough. of I walked out of this film thinking to myself, "Look, it's not good, but I enjoyed it." And then I thought to myself, "Wait a minute. If I enjoyed it, is it not good?" <laughs> like, and and the only <laughs> if a tree falls <laughs> in a forest. <laughs> well. He, here it is, though, right? The only time you enjoy something that cannot be good is if it's unintentionally funny. The, the The example I would put towards you is that... Remember that Elsa Pataki film that was on Netflix? Oh, yeah. That was shit, but I was laughing my tits off the I whole could, time. I could tell that movie. Yeah, so it's crap, but it's good. That's the only time. That's not the case Matthew here. Matthew Riley directed that, the, uh, yeah. the Australian author. There you go. Mm-hmm. So that's not the case here. This isn't unintentionally funny. It is intentionally funny. This isn't unintentionally shit. The laughing you're having is the one they wanted you to have. Ooh. If indeed, Paul, there you were, There was laughing? <laughs> I think that this movie took big swings and I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay? <laughs> I think that one particular swing, which I know you're going to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Worked. It wasn't too long. It was a little bit hmm. But then when I saw, like, we'll get the spoilers, what, yeah, we'll the, the culmination the of that scene, I'm like, no, no, that was good because I giggled at it. And that's all. I think it's actually a bit of a return to form. Wow. That's right. And I'll tell you why. Are you saying this is... A return to form after Guardians Volume 3? Here's the thing about Guardians Volume 3, Paul. It is an excellent film and probably the best of the Phase 4s. That was Phase 5, actually. Was it Phase 5? Yeah, first film in Phase 5. Okay. But the thing is, I'll never watch... As per our research about six minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, you know about me and my brain, right? Guardians of the Galaxy is a great film, but I'll never watch it again, Paul, because it's so unpleasant. I can't... Like, this animal cruelty thing about it, I can't fucking watch it again, even though I maintain it's good. So... Right here, because I maintain this, and I've said this all the you way. You watch to, this film again? I think I might. 
That's right. You know, there you are. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> a very strong might from Wayne. Hey, that's better than the previous fucking like. You know what? You know what was? You know what this movie kicked the ass of? This movie is four times better than the Eternals. Four, four times better. The Eternals was so shit. I didn't give a rat's vagina from the beginning, the middle, or the end, <laughs> and I don't remember fuck all about it. All right, you liked it because there was a hot Asian chick in it. But that's it, motherfucker. Not true. That is a piece of shit. That I film. didn't like the Eternals. I just didn't hate it the way everyone else did. It was. It was like dick you. sandwiches, yeah. Here's why you go to a Marvel film, everyone. You think it's because you like the spectacle. You think it's because you like the characters. It's not. It's because you like to laugh. You like to laugh with your heroes. When Thor gets punched in the head by the Hulk at the end oh, of the yeah. Avengers That's movie. That's hilarious. That's kind of the essence of why you're there. This uh, had enough... En- I believe so, anyway. But this is like... Uh, this had enough of that enjoyment in it where you have leads that really play off each other and I think their chemistry is excellent. Yeah, that I will agree with. Right? I thought the the three of them, not how they came together because boy do I have issues, but the the actual chemistry as you've described it, it's pretty good. Pretty good. M- largely buoyed up, I want to say, by Iman Vellani. Completely. Her fangirling out is mm-hmm. so funny. And the yeah. beginning of this thing was... That was, like, she was the one funny character in this film. Agree. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's why it was played. Brie Larson, I know a lot of people seem to dislike her. I'd still do her. I don't know what's wrong with you people. <laughs> she's, so, she's gorgeous. She's fucking beautiful. I have issues with her performance in this film. Really? You know and what? I have massive issues with Captain Marvel as a character. But oh, I can't wait to hear about mm. it. But yes, all of that. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I, I like this film. And again, it's not for everyone. But in terms of what you expect from a film like this, if Eternals was at least this enjoyable, I'd have liked it. So okay. I say it's not perfect, but it's enjoyable. All there right, you go. Fair enough. Well... No bearing the lead, I think, on this one for Let's me. Let's go, Polly. Took my daughter to see it. Ten uh-huh. years old, ten and a half years old. Walked out. So what do you think? She goes, ah, it's okay. It's not the best. Oh, come on. What a surprise. What a surprise. Tremble before me. Terrible films and television shows. All right. What a, what a clip. What a, what a opener to any Let's particular part. Let's go. Bring Look, it on. Hater aid, hater aid, hater aid. Yeah. This film might be... One of the worst scripts ever put together for a Marvel for an MCU film. Wow! All right, go it on. is god awful. The machinations to bring these three together are completely inconsistent. There's no rhyme or reason to their switching of powers, which drove me in fucking sane. I I take it, Paul, that you are referring to a potentially inconsistent rule about the switching. I think yes. it's on the trailer. Okay, basically they seem to switch places when it suits the script. Actually, no, Paul. Go on. I want to hear this. All right. So it is said in the film that they only switch when both characters are using their powers at I the same time. I call massive bullshit. Okay, now tell They're me in the middle of a battles and only one of them happened to use the power. No. No, that's what it says. Like, no. If they use their power while someone else isn't. There's one word I say simultaneously, but I can see them fighting and they're not changing. They're in the same fucking shot. Now- the one thing that I will say is weird is that Captain Marvel, when she's flying, is that not using her powers? Yes. And she does that at extended uh-huh. periods. And so there's a little bit of that going on. There's another moment in this movie, if I may continue please, with the inconsistencies, please, please. where Captain Marvel presumably flies across the entire fucking galaxy whilst others are using their powers and no one switches and arrives in time to save the day. Yeah. And then later in the film has to fly as far as the eye can see and doesn't make it in time. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh no! This is fucking stupid. I agree on that one. She took her forever. Oh god! She she plot flew. Yeah, yeah. So there's that kind of stuff. Not not perfect. Absolutely, agree. Absolutely drew my drew my ire. Sure. To go now, get away from the things I, I hated that script. 
the only thing I liked was their back and forth, like you said, their chemistry. Mm. I think the villain was weak as fucking piss. Oh, with, yeah, I'd agree with, with that. the dumbest plan in the history of the known universes. If you're going to take what you need from other worlds, why are you going to places that are populated? There are how many water worlds in the world? There are how many suns that aren't, you know, with life not drifting around them? Well, they did explain that. Oh, because she's because she's a, a heartless bitch. Why are you going through all no, the bullshit? No, she hates Captain Marvel. Yes. Hence, she targeted the world that Captain Marvel called home. Ugh. That's but, why. Uh, okay, did yeah, they? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what she even Well, in that case, it. so she is a revenge field bitch. Why is she going through the bullshit of getting the scrolls off there? Because I think... The, the, the ruse of this... Uh, of this. I think there was something... She only changed her mind when, when the Annihilator, as she calls her, turns up. There was some contention that 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 Brie Lo- oh, the, sorry Captain Marvel called the Scree planet her home or something the people her home. Or- oh, I remember the Scree the Cree folks. She she actually told she helped the- find the place. Yeah, that's she- it. Well, that's one of her homes, right? Like that's, no. that's to do with her, right? Yeah, the, the second one I can buy what you said there. She's destroying like one of her work essentially by saying this is like you've put these people here, but so she is just a, a, a nasty. Party. Oh, she's a cunt, right? And, and that's, they, that's the but problem. they why what, why go through this whole hey join with us and come with so it didn't flow. It's not in. I will agree with you there. that this the, the villain is horseshit, and I think everyone agrees with that. Yeah, terrible, terrible, and yeah, I won't go into the spoiler part of what happens. We'll go. We'll keep. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. And then we get some of the most ill-advised, supposedly comedic scenes. No, I let's, think let's go I've through it, Paul. Let's get. We there. can't wait to wait for the, for the oh, spoilers. Okay, all right, all right. So the effects are fine. They ought to be for two hundred and seventy-eight million dollars. Do we think that there Holy was? Holy shit, Wayne! This film was so expensive. What yeah. were they thinking? What was the? This is a group of dare I say lesser Marvel characters, and they put this much money into it. I agree. Um, in fact, I, it seems to me based on a lot of the chatter, that it's due to production kind of changes that would probably be, get the budget that high. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Read, I haven't read behind the Because I can't see 200 and whatever th- no, on the screen. not a 105 minute film, which I'll give as a plus. Even though I will honestly own yeah, it. Maybe because I, I know how Miss Marvel ended. I, I read about it. That's fine. Mm. But I was scrambling the first 30 minutes to explain to my daughter what was happening. Like, what? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, folks, it is important, I think, that you see Miss Marvel? Well, like I said, I read about it. Like I understood where she was coming from. I didn't have a problem with her, but I had all these problems with wait, Monica Rambo, where she's from right. She walked through the yeah, she walked yeah. through that okay, she got a powers that great but they're linked in this way and there's this crap techno babble thing about how they're pa- like what? That are they're linked? Yeah. They're really tenuously pulling I things agree. together. I agree. Here. The they, the idea was that they're because they're all light based. And mostly the whole Captain Marvel storyline, I'm like, wow, I, I'd forgotten a good portion of that. Was that all in the first film where she lost her memory and all that kind of shit? Yeah. Right. Uh, and in fact, I've said this but I think I don't can't remember if I said it or not, but like in the Captain Marvel movie, because she lost her memory, I think it actually weakened the story of the character. Right. Because you never actually find out the shit that she went through until this movie. Oh, wait, so you didn't see what happened? You sort of do, but like for her, it was the the supreme intelligence that she was trying to go through, and it came back as fucking Annette Benning, and like oh, it that's was, right. yeah, it was yes. all that sort of thing. But oh, it was in between. Yeah, that. it was the, all yeah, the yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, okay. and and to be fair, even in this film, when she talks about a particular thing that happened with a particular race, that's never been mentioned before. I'm I'm happy to own that because I could have watched Captain Marvel again and brought myself up to speed, though. There's a probably a pretty good argument to say if you're and this, is, and this is the problem with I think where Marvel's got themselves to yep. as per our discussion. It's so convoluted now. It's almost like trying to follow all the different characters and different comic lines. It's too much. As we said in that thing, its strength is now its weakness. Yeah, it you was need great. To be too checked in to yep. actually get some of this stuff. But would you not argue? 
and I agree with you on this. So one. again, I'm not I'm not holding that against the film. Well, they should have they should have given you some kind of a recap. Yeah, it would have been nice to have. Why not just have two minutes at the start going? I know it's TV to say previously, but just have no, no. And they 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 stuck it in there. And apparently, there were a lot of reshoots, which which does add to the. That's the, what I would say. That's, that's where that budget is. And I would suggest that's when Marvel's got the thing on her head, and and she's you know flashing back through her bits and pieces to try and bring you up to speed. I'm like, uh, that was weak, and, and it wasn't strong enough. On that note, on the beginning where Kamala Khan's doing that drawing, that was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. I thought that was a great, was a really good, really sequence. good moment. And, I, and oh, then, okay, yep, yeah, you're right. The, and at least I guess with them um, doing the, the the flashback thing with the head on it, yes. whatever. At least that was an attempt at an in situ flashback as opposed to previously on your mother's snatch. But you know, it could have been clearer if it was done that way. And, and this rather than this whole you know fragmented memory thing, which is hang on, it's confusing her. What do you think it does for the audience? Yeah. Ill-advised. Exactly. Uh, not perfect at all. So, yeah, they're my major problem. <sighs> Lee, Bra- Lee Brasson? <laughs> Brie Larson. Brie Larson. I think she's the weakest of the three in this movie. And Do I don't, And I think it's because her character is written pretty averagely. She's not bad. She's not. She's a great actor. Yeah. But in this film, she's not doing much. She really is quite, dare I say, flat. Uh, yeah. So we've got, <sighs> she's, as we she, said, Kamala she, Khan's oh. funny and she's bringing the heart and we've got... Monica Rambo being sort of the, the head, the brains of the outfit, if you will, and, and logistically thinking it through. And there's a little bit of emotional beast between them. And Brie well, I mean, Lars gets to stretch her out, her acting well, wings just a little bit in those scenes. But otherwise, I'm like, eh. Yeah, what we're used to doing is like, because this is supposed to be a Captain Marvel sequel, but it's not. It's called The Marvels. So she shares screen time with three people. Two people, right? The other two come across all right. Yeah. I, I would agree with you on that one. I would agree with you on that one. She's not really like given that much to do by comparison. However, what is sort of interesting to me about this film is that it shows you that not everyone with a spandex outfit makes the right choice every single time. Yeah, sure. And that's an interesting thing that I've not seen really before in, in this. Is like she made well, a really the, big mistake. In the MCU. In the MCU, I mean, yeah. yeah. I was say, um, there's the boys. Yeah, of course. No, in the MCU, like typically everyone's like, they do all the right things and yeah. it was really amazing. But this is like, no, you actually fucked up pretty bad there by making this call that you decided on. So that's an interesting thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, look, this... Show and film is ultimately forgettable. But again, I was there to have a good time and I had a good time. No, I'm not, I'm, yeah. I'm, there's not arguing with your good time explaining mm. why I didn't enjoy it. Absolutely. And it's absolutely. not because I, I dislike films about minority characters or I dislike films about women because oh, that's God. fucking bullshit. Is that even a thing? Is that Obviously, I yeah, there's all these incels out there apparently who, oh, are, fuck those dickheads. who are shitting on this film because yeah, yeah, it's not, you know, exactly. Shitters, fuck everyone who's along those particular oh, lines. Oh, God, if that's the... Yeah, fuck them. But I hope that our regular listeners and even someone new who may be joining in will understand that, no, my problems with the film are with the film and not with the character who's you, who are you would, it. You, you would never do that. No, <laughs> okay. well, thank you for the... Paul is the most fucking PC man I've ever met, Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I just want to—I wanted to stay that for the record because I don't want it to be conflated with with those dickheads who are out there saying. Didn't even know. Didn't even know about. Is it the worst Marvel film? Absolutely not. But it is so far away from a good Marvel film where we've gotten to, and it continues the trend as far as I'm concerned of Phase Four and Phase Five generally sucking. Quick question: Of the Phase One to Three movies, do you have a favorite? Do you think is the best? Yeah. Infinity War. Infinity War, right? Yeah. Look, look. Infinity War, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Avengers are my favorite three. That's pretty good. I'll throw in a, a Civil War. Not Civil War, the fucking Winter Soldier, but yeah. Yeah, that's people love Winter Soldier. Okay. I yeah, like and they're it. Not, it's not going to reach those heights. I don't think it's even meant to be. But somewhere along the line, it has to, right? I know we're getting outside the realms of the Marvel's review here, but somewhere along the line, Marvel can't be aiming for average. No, but I think that if you're starting Phase 5, you want your sort of like set up, not that amazing films to be at the beginning rather than the end. Sure, but you've started... 
you've gone through all of Phase Four and there's not been an amazing film. That's just Phase Four is actually just a piece of shit. Yeah, um, and <laughs> which is why we're going to do an episode. About yeah, it. <laughs> next episode we're going to rank those movies in uh, a couple shows. episodes away. A couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, I agree. This is but like in terms of service, I look at it this way. I think really what happened here is I expected a bag of shit. And I got okay. So your expectations are passed. Flowers. Yeah. Whereas so, I went in trying, as I said, being very medium on it, and I was slightly dis- disappointed. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's our general thoughts. Boy, that was a long general thought section. Let's that? get into a very quick spoiler section on the other Let's side go. of this. You can't handle the truth. Well, apparently people can. I think the worm has turned against Marvel now, and this is probably the latest proof of it. Not in terms of a bad box office, but just people are just tired. People are tired of the same thing. They've got to find a way, and we talked about it on our little mm. Patreon episode as well, how they might be able to do that. Again, bigger minds and better suited to the industry are pondering over this, but I hope they can course correct, and I hope they can course correct very fast. So do I. The Marvel films were a big part of my life they for were great. years. They absolutely were. Astounding as a 15-year entry. In fact, you could probably correlate like high points entry. in my life over that 10-year period to the Marvel films. Like, I had a good time there, you know? So, I mean, look, um, one thing I wanted to say about this Please. film is that this is mostly a compliment. This movie felt more like a phase one film to me. And that's why I guess I liked it. Because it gave me that kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, we're not, we're not fucking, you know, curing cancer here. But like, this was enough fun for me to go wicked. And I wasn't bored. And I walked out. And it was mercifully short. It was. That does help it. Like, <laughs> one of my complaints might be that we didnn't get more time with Captain Marvel and flesh out that part. Imagine. Probably could have used five or ten minutes more in this movie yeah, around that. I would agree. But otherwise, I'm pleasantly right behind Nia DaCosta who said she always intended to make this film less than two hours. And she doesn't openly criticise Marvel or indeed these long, long films. But you can kind of hear it in her words basically going, They're all too we've got long. a bit indulgent. Absolutely. Martin Scorsese, take it. As I said, I, my biggest issue is the script and the plot. I just got absolutely drunk blown away by how ludicrously loose they were with the word simultaneously where their powers were being used. Agree. It's a bit messy. It was That was shit. You either commit to the bit or you don't. You just find another way to bring them together. The, the other thing I was talking about with Carol Danvers and, Miss, and Captain Marvel is the lack of care factor. If she really was emotionally invested in these worlds and that's why whatever her name was was targeting them, she showed not a fuck when that second world, the water world, was basically destroyed. Uh, not a single fuck. <laughs> There's not even a word of dialogue about it. So and I'm like, wow, what are they? They're really making you cold and and unlikable. You think? To me, that's the type of thing that they maybe shouldn't have, but did cut for time. Like who knows? Bad decision. Yeah. There was a little bit of like, oh, the scrolls have entered, but she wasn't like upset. She's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the emperor's like, yeah. Well, what other choice do we have but to take your offer? Yeah. That was and- it. That was all we got about that. I'm like, whoa. Well, more importantly... This even my daughter was like, what happened to the water world? What happened to the water world? One secondary character goes, the worlds have all been returned to normal. How? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, they would what have about all the people that, that died when the water was, was ripped up or, or when, the, when the atmosphere was, was torn out of the scroll? What about all the people that died? Nothing's been returned to normal, you asshole. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, fair enough. So that really annoyed fair the enough, shit out enough. of me as well. Then we have to talk about this. And I know the listeners who have seen, regular listeners of the show who have seen this movie will be waiting for this moment. Mm. What the fuck were they thinking with a musical fucking interlude? Okay, let's go. Here we are. Now, everyone, as you all know, probably Paul doesn't like musicals. Hate them. However, he does like it when you give a reason for the singing. He doesn't like it that much, but he likes it enough. (laughs) 
So, for example, he likes one of those fucking Buffy episodes yeah, where motherfuckers sing, and the Scrubs episode where people sing. It's in, it's in her because head. it was exactly. Now, was there not a reason for this, Paul? Oh, their language is their music. language is singing. All right, Wayne, and the work- guy's bilingual because he can also talk normally. That's fine. That's fine. Work with me here. Go on. So they walk in, mm. and the proclaimer, the herald says, starts singing and announcing them, including the princess's return, because it turns out Captain Marvel married this dude as a marriage of arrangement yep, or yep, whatever. Yep. And he's singing, and the band's playing in time, playing to his tune. How the fuck, Dwayne, do they know what he's going to sing? Well, actually, Paul, what often happens when uh, improv musicians go together and they hear the first note of a song is that you can, as long as you know the key of the song, you can actually move along with his changes. That actually does happen. But also, if singing was indeed your language, you'd figure that shit out. He probably has a million different fucking... With an improv band, though, don't they have, like, you know, lead-in and there's changes and they know that there's, like... Well... Or just gets a bit scatty, like... And then someone's like... Yeah, the baseline like the, can just That's what happens this. They are playing a fucking song. Yeah, but like... And then the prince, or the, the prince, is he? Prince steps up, starts singing, and the band just plays... Right. I'm like, get fucked. How You've do we lost not, me. How do we not know... You've that, lost me. That, ...that this guy has been talking his whole life and the band's been with him his whole life, that every single number he does, well, it's always in 4-4 four, four time, guys. No, and on. if I give you a C, then you Come know you've got four changes. Did you see him give a C? He did not give a C. All you have to do is sing the note and they can pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> that I buy. That I buy. That yeah. later. But it's after the fact. He's already singing that note. How about um, all? Every time I, I go in, po- folks, and I start doing like a number that's welcoming people, it's always going to be four, four times C, and I'm going to have a change in the bridge. I know. I'm that's- thinking about it too much. <laughs> I know. But it, I, I did not find this funny. It was fucking so cringeworthy. This okay, so whole scene. I'll, I'll agree with you on this. And then the logic of it really got in my head after. I'm just like, please end this fucking shit. And they did. Thank God. But it was very quick. It was too long. Okay. And I'm like, is this like a nod to Bollywood? But hang on, but Miss Marvel's Pakistani. She's not Indian. So, and I know, you know, the, the culture's split at whatever particular South point. South Asian, Paul. Just say South Asian. But okay. Yeah, like, is that what we're trying to do here? No, this know. wasn't a Bollywood thing in no, my opinion. Okay. All right. To me, it was just a musical number at Planet Dumb. Thing, right? Fucking hated it. All right. So I believe, personally, that this was one of the big swings. Sucked. That semi paid off. Because <laughs> here's what happened. Once that thing happened, yes, it seemed a bit, oh, when she was singing in back and this and that, <sighs> right? But then the, the button on the scene was the quick cut of Monica Rambo dancing with Thingo. And then, then she stopped. Oh, she, the music stopped. I laughed. I laughed. I thought it was funny. So, you know, but that's going to be the difference. The between other big swing, of course, is the flurkin and how they're used in the movie. So they're vacuuming up people with flurkins to get them off the thingy on one or two fucking escape ships. To um, the music from Cats. Is that right? Yes. That, right. Was, a, yeah. that was the gag. That was the gag. Um, I laughed. That part made me laugh. Let me tell you about this. I laughed about it too, and I loved the cats. Yes, I'm a bitch. Yes, I co-owned a cat, and so I'm a bit fond of them. Paul's actually owned actual cats on his own. Well, I do. Yeah, I did, and now I have two in the house. Right. And fending off getting a third at every turn. Is that so? Oh, God. Oh, you know, not, if a cat's got a good personality, I love them. But they Ours don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never know until you buy them. But the, that scene initially where the flurkin was on Captain Marvel's shoulder, and she stepped into space, and the camera kind of in, inverted. That was kind of cool. Did you not think? I thought that was a really cool shot. And then she flew through space with the flurkin on her shoulder. Uh, I love that idea. There was one good shot in the house when they were surveying the damage after the, the fight scene at the start of the movie and they're going around each of Kamala Khan's family and they're showing their reactions and coming back to her. At oh, the yeah, end. yeah. yeah. That, that was, was a good, good shot. There's a couple of good shots in here, so that's not too bad. In terms of me ragging on the film... Please, let's change places for a moment. Yeah, let's change places for a moment. So, Monica Rambeau... She, at the end, gives some kind of half-assed explanation about how she has to 
um, <laughs> fix the time rift. Or was it the, the, the rift in the fucking yeah. the tear, right? And I'm like, wait, what is your powers exactly? Right. Because you can phase through people. That's mm-hmm. nice. You can fly. Um, fly. Also very nice. Electromagnetic something or other. They explain at some There's point. There's some kind of light shit that she does and I'm not sure. But then how does she absorb light then use that power to solve a rift in the fucking tear and your mother's snatch? But more importantly, why didn't you just fix it from this side? Why did you have to go to the other side and fix That's it and get point. trapped in that motherfucking universe? Yeah, in other words. Did you have a brain tumor well, for breakfast? I'm just saying, like, you could have done it from here if you did it from there, right? And was there any reason why you had to go to the other side? No, it's a very good point. So that was, I was saying that when I was like, uh, okay, fair enough. Um, and then that was a moment where Captain Marvel, she who can fly across galaxies in, in what seems like a heartbeat. Took 20 minutes to get to her. <laughs> She's just fucking there. No, you should have been there her. instantaneously. Exactly. Now that was some BS. There should have been shit in her way or something that slowed her ascent. Or, or she should have been in a fight or something with yeah, some of the yeah, underlings yeah, and she right. couldn't extricate herself. So, and whatever. I mean, at that stage, they'd already spent $298 million. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. So there you are. That's general thoughts on our thoughts, I should say, on the Marvels. I guess the only thing left to do is to score at Wayne. And I'm not going to give any final thoughts. I think you heard it well and truly from me. Mm. I should say one other thing. My final thought, it was good to bring these three characters together. I'm not sure any film could have held up by themselves just around this, unless it was so much better written than what we got. I agree completely. And now that I think about it, I'm only just realizing this now. The only, the dudes in it were so secondary and that's probably what these like incels are pissed about. It's all about women. Good, I like If I have a complaint is that around that, which not to agree with incels, God forbid, but like G Fury seems to be reduced to being no, so not important here, dude. So Sam Jackson is hanging on by a thread. He okay? is. He's, not, it's like two hundred years old. He's not even the man he was in, in the piece of shit Secret Invasion series. Like he's just like, dude. That piece, that Secret Invasion series. I swear to God, it looked like he's about to collapse every scene. But at least he's got some of the Nick Fury toughness. And this is like, like, hey, I don't think you should be taking that gauntlet into this battle, given that she's looking for it. Now, she's like, no, I'll be right. And he goes, yeah, you will. <laughs> Do you know, the thing is, I actually enjoyed this softer take on Nick, Nick Fury. Very soft. Yeah. Because like, he's, like, he's a, a bit more fun. You know, he did dust one person with a, with a, with a laser yeah, gun or something. With a, but he shot him in the head, yep. Yeah, well, but like... Him. Yeah, I mean, this is a PG film, so whatever, yeah, that's right? Fine. But, I'm not looking for violence. But yeah, I actually like that more. And the other dude was that the Asian dude who, like, you know, that she married, and that's it, pretty much. There's, like, there's the dad and the, the brother, but they're all secondary. Yeah. I don't, but I didn't even notice it, so that's a good thing I, about the film. I said, the only one that bothered me was, like, I just think Nick Fury, he gets retrofitted to fit whatever script he's in instead of being a, a character that is consistent throughout. He's the link that will eventually dissipate between the phases, I think. So, you know, there you go. All right. Wayne, all right. what are you scoring it? 69, dude. That's right. <laughs> I enjoyed it. That's all I need. Enjoy it. Don't bore like me. Crazy Don't bore me, Marvel. Don't do no fucking Eternal shit to me. 69. 69, my man. I think it's good. It's a, it's a good enough show. It did enough things right, even though it's not perfect. It's not like it's a... You got one of those numbers right. Oh, balls. 39. 39. 39 for the Marvels from my... Yeah, after you fucking panned it, I'm not surprised. Yeah, two stars and... Yeah, had it been 135 minutes long, it would have been one and a half stars for sure. Did anyone like the film out there? Yeah, I'm sure they did. Could well, you tell us? The, the critics liked it. Enough people, I think I saw it's three stars on Letterboxd. I'm so. talking about our people. I'd like yeah, some comments. Oh, no, I, yeah, absolutely. Let's hear, let's hear, did people love it? All I know, the only score I've seen from anyone I know is Julio from the Contrarians podcast. Shout out to you. You gave it two and a half stars, so it liked it a bit somewhere between you and I. Okay, that's yeah. something. That's something. All right, nice one. All right, that's it from us today for this review of the 33rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
My name is Paul. My oh, wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, I'm just jumping way too far ahead. How the good folk get in touch with us? They can email us and tell Good us on. how wrong I am on the Countdown Podcast at gmail.com. Though that's me. a bit antiquated these days. You can hit us up on X at the Countdown PC. Jump into the Facebook. There's going to be links in the show notes where you can put your reviews, slash say who you agree with, who you don't agree with, all the rest of that stuff, and give us feedback, generally speaking. And like and follow the show on Podbean, where we host as well as five star reviews on Would your be listening lovely. platform of choice. Thank you. Oh, the website, of course, is thecountdownpodcast.com for links to everything. I need to buy myself a new shirt. Well done, Wayne, updating our graphics and the like through the course of the week on our social medias. It's all happening. It's slowly getting all the way through. And Very exciting. And finally, the website will be updated. So there you go. So there, it will be updated. And get on board. Buy yourself a shirt. I'm going to be doing that because I am representing just the classic look these days. I need one myself. Right now. Thank you so much for joining us again. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been the Soundboard Wayne when talking about the MCU. Check this shit out because you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you next time. When did so you yeah. record that? Okay. <laughs>